Sports News. AM 1240 KFMO. The start of your day begins with the start. I need my news, weather, and sports. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting. Weather at 12 and 40 every hour. I'm Jared Pettis. We check sports. And now the start on AM 1240 KFMO. Good morning. It's great to have you with us today. I'm so glad you're here because, uh, hey, it's nice to have somebody listen, right? (laughs) It's five minutes after 8 o'clock, and it's Tuesday, January 2nd. Um, we have some, uh, over the next few days, here's what we're going to do for you because yesterday we had set up and told you we were going to play four segments of news from last year. It was a year in review. There was a glitch and the program didn't play. So what we're going to do is we had one quarter of that, January, February, and March, the news from those three months, in the 7 o'clock hour, that was about 7... I don't know, it's about 7.15, I think, when we started it, something like that, maybe 7.20. Uh, But we will shoot for that 7.20 time the rest of this week, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, to play the other three quarters for you. So you won't miss out on the program. You'll still get the year in review. It's just going to be um, given to you in doses, one today, which you've already had, and then the second quarter, which would be, let's see, January, February, March, you'll have April, May, and June, then you'll have July, August, and September on Thursday, and Friday we'll wrap it up with October, November, and December. So, just some information for you to uh, keep you on track and let you know what we're up to here at AM 1240. Now, it's uh, time for news, and you know what? We're just going to have to jump right into the newscast this morning. Things are a little different with the radio today, so uh, here we go. Grab your coffee, sit back, relax, and... Local news you can trust. This is the Parkland's Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Here's Mike Ramsey. It's Tuesday, January 2nd. Now it's 8 minutes after 8 o'clock. And in this newscast, you're going to hear about preparing your vehicle for winter. We have information on the Missouri Legislative Session coming up Wednesday. And a man from DeSoto, 36-year-old Samuel A. Kendrick, is recovering from moderate injuries. He was involved in a motorcycle crash in St. Francis County. It happened Monday afternoon at 12.30. Records from the Highway Patrol show Kendrick's motorcycle was headed south on Highway 67, north of Highway 8, when it suffered a mechanical malfunction. The bike ran off the west side of the roadway before rolling over and throwing Kendrick off. Kendrick was taken to Parkland Health Center at Bonterre. With the Missouri legislative session starting up this week, legislators across the state are preparing to introduce their bills and get that session started. The representative of the 144th District, Chris Dickens, will again work on a bill to keep students safe at school, among other measures. I have uh, filed a couple already, and then I've got a couple more that are in the hopper getting ready to be filed. Uh, Two of the ones that I had worked on uh, previous sessions, one is my school protections officer's bill, which currently in statute allows school boards to deem a school administrator or teacher, someone who's a certified staff member to be a school protection officer and carry a weapon. Be listening for our weekly legislative reports. They'll happen Friday mornings starting this week at 745 on AM 1240 KFMO.
If you haven't winterized your vehicle yet, now is the time to make sure it's ready for the cold weather ahead and what we've been having. The Highway Patrol's Corporal Dallas Thompson says it's always a good idea to carry certain supplies in case you encounter problems on the road. Checking your fluids, making sure they're all topped off where they need to be. Checking your tires and make sure they get plenty of tread for when it does snow. Um, having that little go bag or emergency kit with items in it that, you know, if you find yourself stuck or stranded for a lengthy period of time. That Thompson adds blankets and non-perishable foods are also something to consider when putting together emergency items to carry with you. That's news from AM 1240. I'm Mike Ramsey reporting for KFMO News from the Collins News Desk. It's Tuesday, January 2nd. The time's 10 minutes after 8 o'clock. Weather-wise, what we're expecting for today is mostly sunny skies and a high of about 45. Tonight, it's going to be partly cloudy, the low 26. And then tomorrow, another day of sunny skies, uh, 45 degrees. Tomorrow night, mostly clear, the low 22. Thursday, sunny with a high of 41. Thursday night, mostly cloudy, 24. Friday, mostly cloudy, 45. Friday night, some rain and snow are likely, mainly after midnight with a low of 31 degrees. For Saturday, a chance of rain and snow before noon, mostly cloudy, the high 44. Saturday night, a slight chance of rain before midnight, 31 degrees. Sunday, partly sunny with a high of 48. When we start the work week next week, we'll have a 50% chance of rain with a high of 50 degrees and mostly cloudy skies. That's news and weather from AM 1240. Sports is next with Jared Pettis, so stay tuned. And check the website, too, kfmo.com. It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis on the local side. As we wrapped up the 2023 calendar portion of our broadcast schedule, we had championship night from the TJ Fulon Fieldhouse in the Central Christmas Tournament in its 68th installment. And on the boys' side, it was Farmington against Central. And the Central Rebels would come away in that one, pulling off the victory 78-61 after Farmington cut into the 17-point lead to make it 9 before Central pulled away. Central head coach Brad Gross reflects on the group of athletes he's coached now to back-to-back -to -back tournament titles. They're a great group of guys. You know, they've been involved in all these athletics for so many years, you know, since they were little kids. You've seen the work they put in, and you know, these last couple of years, just really seeing it pay off. It's been a, it's a really neat thing to watch for these guys. Central's Joe Bryant had a triple-double in the winning effort for the Christmas tournament. He also had 31 the night before in the semifinals. Bryant attributes the success he has had to his teammates and coaches this year. My uh, teammates, they just get me in the right position every time. Uh, my coaches, uh, we just do the right things most of the time. Um, just that, if that means getting extra shots up after practice, um, doing the little things. Um, we do a lot of little things right, so that's what makes us a really good team. And on the girls' side, it was the Central Lady Rebels getting the winner, defeating the three-seed South Iron Lady Panthers as they clinched their 15th Christmas Tournament Championship and their first since 2020, Central head coach Aaron Tyree on the feeling of winning his first Christmas tournament title and his first year as head coach. I grew up here. I went to school at Central, played basketball here. We never got a chance to win a Christmas tournament when I was in high school. Um, even on the coaching side, we got, you know, when I was assistant, we won one. It's it's my favorite tournament of the year, and so it's really special to do this from where I'm from, and uh, this is one I'll remember forever. It's the first time since 2015 that Central has swept the girls' and boys' Central Christmas Tournament Championships. Also over the weekend, the Bourbon Invitational began, and Valley Caledonia won their quarterfinal. They'll play tomorrow in the semifinals on the boys' side. And coming up today on the local side, boys' basketball. Bismarck host Eagle Ridge 
Ridge, while the Farmington Knights, fresh off that second-place finish in the Christmas tournament, are at Sekman going up against the Jaguars, and Potosi hosts Herculaneum, and it's a St. Paul boys and girls doubleheader. They host Lesterville. Other girls basketball action, the Potosi Trojans are at home against Steelville, while Bismarck is at Clearwater. Broadcast-wise, we're idle until Thursday when we have girls basketball. We'll see the Bismarck Lady Indians host the Valley Catholic Lady Warriors. 5.30 pregame, 6 o'clock tip-off. That's on Thursday. Then on Friday, boys basketball. Kingston at West County as the MAAA small school schedule begins. All the upcoming broadcast schedule can be found on the website kfmosports.com. And it's Tuesday and Mineral Area College plays this weekend. It's time for another Car Smart Mac Minute. The Mac Lady Cardinals resume action this Saturday. They host John A. Logan at the Bob Sacris Fieldhouse. We'll have coverage on KFMO and KFMO Sports Plus. And the Mac Men play next Wednesday when they start conference play against West Plains. Both teams enter the 2024 portion of the schedule 27 and 1. The Mac Lady Cardinals at 13 and 1, and the Mac Men 14 and 0, and both nationally ranked in the NJCAA. The women are currently 24th with a new ranking expected to be out in the coming week, while the Mac men sit at 8th in the most recent national poll. Now, the most recent poll came out on December 11th before the break. If you're in the market for a car, think smart, think car smart. Where buying a car isn't rocket science, visit them at thinkcarsmart.com. That's your Car Smart Mac Minute. From there, the ice and NHL, the St. Louis Blues wrapped up the 2023 calendar portion of their schedule as they lost 4-2 to the Pittsburgh Penguins on Saturday. They're back at it Thursday, January 4th with a 7 o'clock puck drop at Enterprise Center against the Vancouver Canucks. Coverage will start at 6.30 on B104.3. Blues interim head coach Drew Bannister is the team getting enough scoring depth. We certainly need to find some secondary scoring in, in our second and third line. Our, our top line's been really good for and, and we got to be able to find some secondary scoring and find more opportunities. At this point in the year 2019, the Blues would wake up tomorrow morning sitting in last place in the NHL before turning it around with the interim head coach at the time, Craig Berube. Well, now with interim head coach Drew Bannister, goaltender Jordan Bennington on the play since Bannister took over. We're buying into the system. We're playing the right way, and um, we're, we have better game management, which, which I think is important and uh, stemming from our breakout. Um, so... Hopefully it's a sign of good things to come. Again, the Blues host Vancouver on Thursday on B104.3. NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs played Sunday against the Cincinnati Bengals, picking up a winner 25-17, clinching their eighth straight AFC West title. Head coach Andy Reid, why was his team able to overcome adversity this season to secure that division title? Everybody's been so positive through it and supporting each other. I mean, you've seen it on the sidelines, guys supporting each other, the want to by... Uh, Chris Jones, by uh, Patrick, by uh, Kels. I mean, and then the guys follow them. And when they're, you know, when they bring that energy like they do every week, I mean, uh, guys believe that it's going to get changed. Quarterback Patrick Mahomes says winning an eighth straight division title means a lot, but there's still work to do. It's cool to win the AFC West, but obviously dealing with some adverse situations over these last few weeks and for guys to respond uh, against a good football team and, and find a way to win, even when, it, even when the game wasn't going in our way at the beginning of it. Um, it was special. Uh, I, saw, I mean, I told the guys celebrate it, enjoy it. Um, but, uh, I mean, our goal is obviously to continue to win, so we have to continue to build off this momentum and uh, get ready for the playoffs. The Kansas 
City Chiefs will play Sunday, January 7th to wrap up the regular season. Coverage on KFMO at 2 o'clock. Kickoff at 325 as the Chiefs travel west and play the Los Angeles Chargers. And NCAA men's basketball, the Missouri Tigers, play Saturday when they host Georgia as conference slate begins. They played Central Arkansas on Saturday and won 92-59. Dennis Gates is the Tigers head coach, and he talks about that win Saturday over Central Arkansas. I thought our guys did a good job tonight. I uh, credit that team who took Oklahoma uh, all, all but to the last five minutes. That's a good team that we played. Uh, but our guys focused. They did their little things, and I thought they played very unselfishly. Uh, they gave up themselves and did everything as it relates to executing the scouting report. Again, the Missouri Tigers start conference play with Georgia on Saturday, and the St. Louis University Billikens are in action tomorrow when they host Loyola, Illinois. And in NCAA football over the weekend, the Missouri Tigers played in the Cotton Bowl to wrap up the 2023 schedule, and they beat Ohio State 14-7. And yesterday, it was the college football playoffs semifinals. And in the Rose Bowl in Pasadena, California, Alabama fell to Michigan 27-20 in overtime. And across the country in New Orleans in the Caesar Superdome, it was the semifinal in the All-State Sugar Bowl. And number two, Washington defeated number three, Texas 37-31. Next Monday, college football national championship presented by AT&T, number one, Michigan, and number two, Washington. Both teams 14-0 they kick off from NRG Stadium in Houston at 7.30. And wrap it up with this, the XFL and USFL merger announced on January 1st, that is yesterday, that the two leagues will now join as the UFL, the United Football League, and the St. Louis Battlehawks remain to compete in the 2024 season. The Battlehawks will join the San Antonio Brahmas, D.C. Defenders, and Arlington Renegades as the teams remaining from the XFL in the XFL Conference, and the US USFL will bring over the Birmingham Stallions, Houston Roughnecks, Memphis Showboats, and Michigan Panthers in the USFL Conference. The inaugural season of the UFL will kick off on March 30th of this year. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis. Shop local, buy local, save deals. It's not every day you can save money. Oh, wait, you can. Hi, Jenny here from Big Deals. When you shop Big Deals, you'll save money every day on dozens of gift certificates from local businesses like these. Diamonds and More Jewelers in Farmington, the Sand Trap Indoor Golf Club in Park Hills, Domino's Pizza, and Midwest Sports Center. For the Parkland's Big Deals online store, go to our websites, kfmo.com or b104fm.com. The Ramsey Show. Did a really big job of work and kind of gave a credit to somebody else. I just don't want you to assume malicious intent because you overheard something. And I also don't want your ego. But I worked really hard on this thing, too. If you work hard for the yeah. praise, man, your life's going to be hollow. I really don't trust them. Nothing in business works if there's not trust. If you don't trust your supervisor and your leadership team, you can't work there, man. They'll take your soul from you. Dave Ramsey, weekdays from noon until 2 on AM 1240 KFMO. Chance of rain and snow to start, and then just a slight chance of rain this afternoon. Our highs will be right around the upper 30s. Tonight, we should be dry and report the cloudy sky upper 20s. And then Saturday, sunshine upper 40s. Sunday, partly sunny skies are high near 45. The first day of 2024 will be filled with sunshine. Our high will be in the low 40s. Tuesday, sunny skies are high temperatures Tuesday, mid to upper 40s. From the Parkland's 24-hour weather center, I'm meteorologist Sally Russell. 
Did you know you can transfer money to or from your Ozarks Federal accounts to another participating bank without moving an inch? TransferNow provides Ozarks Federal customers with an easy and secure way to transfer funds. Transfer your funds to and from checking, savings, and money market accounts at many U.S.-based financial institutions. Stop by Ozarks Federal to find out more about TransferNow. Ozarks Federal, always loyal, always local. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Log in today at OFSL.bank. Edward Jones is a proud sponsor of local high school sports on KFMO. Call financial advisors John Brown or Madison Brown in Farmington at 573-756-9002 for all your investment needs. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member FDIC. This is not headline news. It's not called dust. It's called... We call it the Daily Dust with just a light dusting of gossip. I'm Audra Kane for KFMO. 90210's Ian Ziering is speaking out after being attacked by bikers in the middle of Hollywood Boulevard on New Year's Eve. He says a group of people on minibikes aggressively approached his car while he was stuck in traffic. Y'all, I watched the video. They were insane. Hey! The paparazzi was shooting video the whole time. And there were, at one point, there were five people attacking him. He and his daughter are both completely unscathed. Everyone's favorite couple shared a kiss to start 2024. Yeah, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey were at a New Year's party. After the Chiefs beat the Bengals, she sported a gold bejeweled dress. Her hair was in an updo with moon and star hair clips. Travis was rocking a maroon suit. He and Taylor smooched as the clock struck midnight. Some lucky person invited to the party shared their private moment on social media, so we all got to see. Anderson Cooper and Andy Cohen brought back the booze to CNN's New Year's Eve special on Sunday night. And... They downed multiple shots, but this clip of Anderson Cooper hysterically laughing at John Mayer in a cat cafe in Tokyo is my favorite. John, (laughs) this doesn't look sanitary, John. Yes, we are at a cat bar. It's called Cats in the Box in Tokyo, celebrating uh, New Year's. I mean, I don't know how much more clear I can do. And that's the Daily Dust. I'm Audrey Kane for KFMO. Well, it's Tuesday, January 2nd. The time is 8.20 here at KFMO, and we're going into the sky because it's time for our uh, special report with Earl Mullins from the Space Museum and Grissom Center. Earl, how are you today? I'm great, Mike. How are you? I'm doing okay. I know you're, you're having a blast watching all this stuff just fall apart like crazy. it's It's typical. I mean, it's the first of the year. Things can't go right, right? Yeah. And you're just back over after a long weekend, so uh, expected. But but here, let's let's turn to something a little more positive. Thanks for the gift. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, this uh, uh, article from the Purdue Daily Tribune from 1968 about the Grissom Air Force Base. Thank you very much. That'll go in our archives at the well, museum. I was a little confused when I first saw it. I didn't see Indiana, and I didn't realize the Grissom Air Force Base was in Peru, Indiana. Yes. So I kept seeing Peru and Grissom Air Force Base, and I thought, we had a base in Peru? <laughs> that and doesn't then I, I, match up, right? That's when I had to pick it up and start looking at it. Oh, okay, yeah, this is great. This has got to go to Earl. So, uh, yeah. 
I'm glad I could find that. Well, thanks very much. <laughs> it was just sitting there going, hey, hey. So, <laughs> I, so I haven't by. told you yet, but Happy New Year. Well, Happy New Year to you, too. Uh, we, we've got a, a great year coming up. Uh, as far as space flight, we're going back to the moon. Are we? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. NASA's intention this year is to uh, send its Artemis II mission to the moon. It won't be a landing mission, but it will be the first time in 50 years that uh, humans have left our planet and gone to another heavenly body. Well, I'm excited about it. I really oh, yeah, am. It's been too nice. long. It's been too, way too long coming. Mm-hmm. And, and I hope the rest of, uh, you know, the rest of humanity is excited about this because it really represents the best and brightest of what we do. You bet. And uh, certainly I'm not the rest of humanity, but I'm happy. Uh, it, it, it's, it's phenomenal. Uh, what, they're, what they're planning on doing, uh, it's, it's basically going to be a shakedown flight. There's, it's going to be a crew of four, mm-hmm. three men and a, a young lady. And uh, we're even going to have a Canadian on board. Um, yeah and uh, uh, so it's going to be an uh, inter uh, you know an international crew Mm -hmm. which we're really pleased about and uh, we're sending a woman to the moon which we're also very pleased about and the intention is after this goes well then in 2025 we're landing and so uh, it's going to be an exciting couple of years nasa has has to, to has had to take a very calculated approach to this uh, they don't have the funds they used to have, so they can't mess this up. Mm-hmm. But the idea with this mission, Mike, is that they're going to go out, they're going to check out all the systems of the Artemis spacecraft, make sure everything is working well. Um, they're going to uh, uh, then go on, uh, they're, they're going to do a couple of things. They're going to do a couple of very long elliptical orbits to make sure that uh, their deep space network, uh, uh, communications network works. They're going to be out 43,000 miles beyond our geostationary satellites. Our, mm-hmm. our communication satellites are going to check that out. And then they're going to go on a loop in what they call a free return. Uh, it's a figure eight around the moon that gravity does everything. They don't have to worry about a rocket engine or anything like that. They do a uh, loop around the moon. They're going to go 4,300 miles on the other side of the moon and look back, and they'll be able to see the moon and Earth all at one time, which is going to be phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And then uh, a free return back to Earth, and we're hoping everything goes well. We're not sure exactly as to the launch date, but everybody needs to keep their fingers crossed. You know, I I heard that word again, gravity. Oh, yeah. It all goes back to that. Uh, gravity always wins. Gravity is the big determiner in, as, when you're traveling in space. You know, unfortunately... You watch these programs, and I do too, and I love them, Star Wars, Star Trek, and all that stuff. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. It just doesn't work that way. You have to always consider gravity, and gravity always wins. Mm-hmm. Sure does. So uh, we're going back up there. Uh, is this a test of systems before we go farther out? It is. It is, as a matter of fact. I mean, they've got uh, tremendous plans for the Artemis uh, spacecraft, and um uh, uh, they will also collaborate with other companies like SpaceX, mm-hmm. actually, and I, and I was looking this up, and I've got to do a little more research, but uh, SpaceX, I think, is providing the actual landing vehicle in Starship. Their their Starship vehicle is, is what we're actually going to use to land on the moon. Uh, but, but in answer to your question, yes, uh, the idea first is to establish a long-term lunar base on the moon, uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of a month at a time. Um, the first landing is going to explore the southern regions of the moon, uh, looking for water, because that's very important, and they mm-hmm. think they found it. 
And uh, then, yeah, the, the idea is to go out to the asteroids and then ultimately on to Mars. Um, not going to happen right away, uh, but um, within most people's lifetime, if you're hearing my voice, you're probably going to see the first landing on Mars. Wow, that would be amazing. It, it, it would. Really uh, it, it truly would. I mean, we should have really already been there, mm -hmm. but public interest waned a bit after the successes of the Apollo program. It really got to be old news, uh, which it never really is old news. Right. It's, it's always pretty phenomenal. I think the public got the idea, okay, we're going back to the moon again. Yeah, yeah big deal. Yeah, yeah right. Going back to the moon again. What are you doing up there? Right. Uh, I mean, there were supposed to have been three more missions. It was mm -hmm. supposed to have been all the way through Apollo 20, um, but they... Uh, Congress pulled the plug on the money, and uh, so we had to back up, which is really unfortunate because I was speaking right. to some people the other day about this. Uh, the space program probably has the greatest return on investment of anything that our federal government does. Uh, the economic study says that for every dollar we spend on space flight, we get $7 worth of benefit. That isn't bad, is no, it? Oh, that's great. And the benefits can be... You know, I, sometimes in the early part of the space program, I remember when I was a child, people would say, what do we do this for? Why don't we spend yeah. this money here and exactly. take care of people? And, I, and exactly. the, the answer was, well, we are taking care of people. Look at the medical advancements we <laughs> yes. have now that came from the space program. So that's what we were seeing back then. And I, You, you know, wouldn't have this fancy camera in your cell phone if it hadn't been for NASA. Right. They actually developed that camera for docking procedures. Um, you know, and there's, there's just tons of other things. I've told you this before. We have stacks of, of uh, publications about spinoffs that have come from the space program. And, and not only that, just the economic, the economic uh, um, effect on our, our society is, is huge. Did you, know, did you know that the money spent on the space program and the, and the industry that they promote the taxes paid on that industry pays almost 30% of the actual space program. No kidding. No, I had no idea. Yeah, it's a it's a win-win for everybody. Mm -hmm. So when everybody, when you know, when fakes, uh, folks take sort of a blasé approach to space, you really shouldn't because it really is in your pocketbook every day. It really is. It is, and it's in so many things we do every day as well, especially look at computers. Oh, oh yeah, my goodness. Absolutely. You know, the developments and everything we've seen there. Uh, well, let's talk about, by the way, uh, listeners, we're talking to Earl Mullins. He's the proprietor of the Space Museum and Grissom Center, and it's located at Bon Terre. Now, um, what's coming up at the center in the new year? Well, we, we've got a lot of plans. We, we really put some things on the back burner, Mike, at the end of the year. Um, uh, as I, you know, I've spoken to you about this clandestine um, expansion program that we're working on right now and again I can't really talk about it too much but but hopefully within the first couple of months of this year we will get some kind of read on that as to where that's going to take us uh, but yes we still plan on um, starting our rocketry program there, there are several people interested out there we just have to take the time to do it and um, uh, uh, we've got we've got um, uh, uh, Gus's birthday bash coming up uh, in April. We're early April. We're hoping to get uh, Doug Hurley and Bob Binken here, the first two astronauts from the uh, SpaceX uh, first manned SpaceX mission there. Wow. 
So we're looking forward to that. So we got a lot of things planned, uh, but it's like everything else. Sometimes the gremlins get in there and kind of rattle Uh the cage a bit. Yeah, I've been talking to a few of those today. Oh. Yeah, hang on. That's me. All right, now. Speaking of gremlins, um, here's Audra Kane. Audra Kane from <laughs> Hi, across Audra. the hall. Just wanted to poke my head in because we had not had a moment for me to, as the operations manager for B104, representing Odal Media Group, to thank you at the Space Museum and Grissom Center for having us out for the Jingle Bell Rock. We had so much fun as as our secret clue card location, and the people that came to hunt for the Jingle Ball Rock loved it. They still tell me how much they loved it. Oh, yeah. They all enjoyed themselves so much. And we just wanted to formally thank you, Earl, and the Space Museum for having us out there. It was a really fun and informative experience for us so well you're very very welcome that's why we exist yeah you guys are awesome we 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 tell everybody this all the time we put no money in our pocket i mean we seriously don't nobody takes a penny out of that everything that we uh, uh, bring in all of our gift shop sales admission fees all go back into the uh, program in upgrading the facility our collections and how we greet the public and uh, we just want people to take advantage of that. Well, we appreciate you having us and then also coming on here to chat with Mike on a regular basis. So I have a little a little present for oh, you that I I'll give presents. you. I know, a little KFMO B104 mug and some other little goodies inside. But again, thank you so much. Well, you are most welcome. If we can ever be of help in the future, by all means, say hey. You bet. All right. Yeah, this is a great day for Earl. I brought him an old newspaper. Man. Oh, nice. Grissom, yes. Er- Earl's getting the gifts yeah, absolutely. today. I had a great Christmas. I truly, truly did. And you're extending it into the new year. So, <laughs> so well, I'll take start. it. I'll awesome. take it. Thanks, Earl. You're welcome. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, Audrey. We appreciate that. Oh, nice coffee cup, candy in there. Yeah, really? Wow. Stuff. Yeah. And an ink pen. I hey. almost feel like somebody. <laughs> you got a, you got an Odal Media Group ink pen there. Wow, that'll go. That'll probably go in a display case somewhere. Yeah, somewhere with, uh, next to the pen that the astronauts used. Well, yeah. we have one. <laughs> I know. I know. I <laughs> we have that. one. That's great. So the Space Museum's doing great. Um, I guess. Uh, Anything else you want to talk about with the museum for the new year? No, not really. Uh, We're still looking for volunteers. We know how how difficult it is. You know, life happens and people are working, hurrying and scurrying around. Um, But it honestly, the Space Museum is a wonderful place for uh, retirees to work. And uh, we can actually talk a little bit of money. We can't pay much, obviously, but we can sweeten the pot a little bit and make it worth your while. But but I have to be quite honest with you, and and this is the truth. I am I, I'm a lot of things, but I'm not a liar. If you come and work at the Space Museum, it bites you. It gets in your blood pretty quick. You get to meet some amazing people, and you will wonder why you didn't do it before. And that's that's the absolute truth. People love working there and being a a part of that great program. I would urge you to visit. Uh... One of the most impressive things I saw in the museum when I was there during the Jingle Bell Rock was when you you had the blast off. Yeah, uh, uh, great. We we have people cry. 
Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, we have people cry. It's about, it's probably four minutes of the most excitement you'll ever have in your life. Yeah. And uh, it's as close to an actual space shuttle launch as you can get without actually having been there, about three and a half miles away. And 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 being an old radio guy, I really appreciate, no, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have That's said right. old. Hey, I am. I should have said accomplished radio guy. <laughs> well, it's okay. But being yeah. an accomplished radio guy, you complimented us on our sound system. That thing's pretty awesome, isn't it? Oh, man. I, I couldn't believe it. I thought it was so funny. You walked over there, and I knew what you were going to do. When that thing started go, lifting off, you started to turn turn up the volume. A bit. <laughs> just a little and bit. A little bit more. and Just a little bit more. Boy, it shook the whole building. It, it, well, and, and that's great. That's what uh, – that's three and a half miles away, Mike. Mm-hmm. And and at three and a half miles, you actually feel it as much as oh, hear yeah. it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and you feel it there as well and well, think uh, about the military helicopters that fly overhead from time to time so. sure they're much bigger louder and stronger than a civilian and and you can feel it in oh, your chest yes you can when it goes overhead so imagine what the space shuttle or, or a yeah, rocket like yeah, that would be yeah, you, can. you you have to when you when you consider that it's you know if you're within a half a mile of a shuttle launch the acoustic energy would liquefy your internal organs mm. so you have to really give these astronauts, these guys and gals that go out there and strap this thing to the rear end and then go fly yeah. it, you know, a, gr- a greater vote of confidence. It has to make you feel a little little different about them. Can you imagine um, what that would feel? I imagine you probably thought of that before. What would that feel like to be? I've talked to a lot of them, and, and they they really can't describe it. The, the best one, the best uh, description I ever heard was Jerry Ross. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jerry Ross was a seven-time flyer. He said you never get used to it. But he said, uh, you know, they go through the simulations and all that stuff, but when you finally get aboard, it's a whole lot different thing. And and uh, when he he was first training, he couldn't swim. So he didn't. it didn't work out very well for him in the neutral buoyancy lab, which is a big swimming pool. Mm. He, he said he swam like a rock. And he said, you know, in his mind, he said, what have I gotten myself into? And then when he took it took off the first time, he said, "What have I gotten myself <laughs> into?" Uh, because you're pushed back into your your couch with about three and a half G's, which is tame compared mm-hmm. to the Apollo launches. They were five or six G's, yeah. meaning that if you weighed two hundred pounds, you'd weigh twelve hundred, you know, at launch, mm. and and it was all you could do to hold your hand up or anything like that. But man. Well, for the opportunity to do that, I, I would go in a heartbeat. People ask me, would you go? Absolutely. Would I go? You bet. I'm probably too old to even think about it, but I would like to be alongside and watch and see what happens for a little while anyway. Sure. You know, through the process. Uh, yeah, the, the, the beauty part about this, mm-hmm. you may not be too old. Well, you never know. The, the way things are going right now. <laughs> You might get a taste of this. Yeah, before they might over. actually preserve my brain and keep it alive too. You know? uh, who would want to? Mike? <laughs> Nobody. No, I'm no, I'm kidding. No, 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 I'm kidding. I don't, no, I don't think yeah, that. Thank you from Nano. Thank you so much. Well, anyway, that's about it for the program today. I have news I got to do. I got to call somebody else and get them on the air, and all with uh, probably two commercials to play. So. <laughs> well, I understand you're having a little bit of difficulty. I'll be praying for you, Mike, Thank you very the much. rest of the day. I appreciate it. And, and uh, uh, things will smooth out. I but, know. But you are a trooper. I, I've <laughs> sat back and watched you. You would make a great astronaut. Because, no. Oh, no, because they their training tells them, don't panic, work the problem. Right. you got to work the problem. You know, that's funny you mentioned that because ever since I was a little kid, I was so impressed by the space shots and 
going to the moon and all of that when I was a child, I would think of that. Any time an emergency came up or something crazy yes. happened and you yeah. had to get things taken care of, I would remember, think about the astronaut. Because mm -hmm. they, no, they absolutely have to calm down and figure out the problem yeah. or they're done. Well, I, I've asked several of them, and, and you know, that have been in sticky situations, and I asked them, and I said, did you, did you, were you afraid? And they said to a person, not at the time, because their training kicks in. Right. And they're immediately working to see what they can do to mediate the problem. And uh, uh, frankly, they, you know. They don't they have do, time to be scared. No, they don't. And, no. and uh, they don't until later. Right. And then they say it kicks in, and it's like, what did I just do? Yeah. What's well, um, going to happen? But they don't have that. Thanks, Mike. Don't yeah, mean thanks. to take up too much of your airtime. No, no, that's fine. We could probably sit here and talk till the top of the hour. I'll just read a newscast and play sports, and we'll be okay. <laughs> okay. I, I do think I have another guest coming in, though. That's right. uh, Joanna Watts. Do you know Joanna? I do. Yeah, she's a very nice guy. Uh, yeah, she is. Yeah, does a very great thing with Casa of the Parkland, and you do a great thing with the Space Museum well, and so Grissom much. Center. Well, I so am much. truly blessed to have people like you and Joanna to be guests on my radio show here. Well, we love it, and we thank you for the opportunity. Well, I appreciate you guys coming in, all of you. So thanks, Earl. We'll talk with you. Uh, I'll probably talk to you before next month, but for sure on the air next month. Well, I hope so. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year to you. Good luck. Thanks. That's Earl. I feel like I'm going on a spacewalk. That's Earl Mullins. He's the uh, proprietor of the Space Museum Grissom Center at Bon Terre. Check it out and uh, just have a great time with it. I have a newscast coming up next, so stay tuned. Hey guys, Davey here from Midwest Sports Center, located in Farmington, Missouri. Are you guys looking to get into a new side-by-side? -side? Come on down and check out a wide variety of side-by-sides to pick from. We have Polaris, Can-Am, Kawasaki, Sea-Doo, and Suzuki. With hunting season kicking off, a new side-by-side to get you in and out of the woods could serve you amazingly. Come see me at 124 Walker Drive. On the road, off the road, or on the water, Midwest Sports Center, your ultimate outdoor toy store. Stop by Midwest Sports Center today at 124 Walker Drive in Farmington. Unlock unbeatable savings every day at Parkland Big Deals. Your deal of the day awaits you with extra savings piled on top of already discounted prices from local businesses. Elevate your shopping game, support local businesses, and pocket extra cash. Discover the joy of smart shopping at Parkland Big Deals. Click on the Big Deals logo at kfmo.com or b104fm.com to check out the deal of the day and to save big. Your wallet will thank you. Local news you can trust. This is the Parkland's Freedom Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Here's Mike Ramsey. Good morning. It's Tuesday, January 2nd, and I could say, who cares what time it is? It's just the radio program, but seriously, it is 842. We're a little off schedule this morning. Maybe you picked that up. That's why you're hearing the news at this time. In this newscast, we're going to talk about a couple of traffic accidents in the area, and we'll hear about the Missouri legislative session. It starts Wednesday, and many legislators have pre-filed bills ahead of the date. The state representative of the 116th District, Dale Wright, says he's working on a measure he calls the Pharmacy Benefits Management Bill that would help keep drug costs down. Pharmacy benefits managers negotiate with pharmacy manufacturers and distributors to try to drive the cost down. That worked really well for several years. They began to find out that they could actually leverage and make a lot of money for themselves. So they started creating these models, putting in rebates and fees and so on. They charged against manufacturers of pharmaceutical discounts and fees should have passed on to the patients. 
Wright says it's the third time he's introduced the bill, and it always passes the House with no problem, yet it always stalls in the Senate. Two people are suffering injuries after a two-vehicle crash in Madison County Sunday evening at 517. Highway Patrol reports show a car was being driven west on Highway 72, five miles east of Fredericktown, by 67-year-old James C. Davis of Ellington. It crossed over the center line and crashed head-on into an SUV driven east by 37-year-old Megan B. Cassidy of Fredericktown. Davis was seriously injured and was flown to St. Louis University Hospital. Cassidy received moderate injuries and was taken to Madison Medical Center in Fredericktown. Both the injured were wearing their seat belts when the crash took place. If you haven't winterized your vehicle yet, now is the time to make sure it's ready for the cold weather. Highway Patrol's Corporal Dallas Thompson says it's always a good idea to carry certain supplies in case you encounter problems on the road. Checking your fluids, making sure they're all topped off where they need to be. Checking your tires and make sure they get plenty of tread for when it does snow. Um, having that little go bag or emergency kit with items in it that, you know, if you find yourself stuck or stranded for a lengthy period of time. Thompson adds blankets and non-perishable foods are also something to consider when putting together emergency items to carry with you. That's news from AM 1240. We have sports coming up in just a moment here at KFMO, so you'll want to stay tuned. In the meantime... Stay with us. It's Tuesday, January 2nd. It's 845. Weather is brought to you by Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. It's never too early to start crunching those numbers, downloading those forms, and organizing all those receipts you put in your shoebox. Getting frustrated yet? Yeah. Try crunching this number, 573-546-3104. Accountant Stephanie Kitchell with Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. Year-round for tax and business consulting, accounting, and bookkeeping, and payroll. Crunch that number one more time. 573-546-3104. A trusted name in the Arcadia Valley area, Kitchell Accounting and Tax Service in Ironton. Chance of rain and snow to start and then just a slight chance of rain this afternoon. Our highs will be right around the upper 30s. Tonight we should be dry and depart the cloudy sky upper 20s. And then Saturday is sunshine upper 40s. Sunday, partly sunny skies are high near 45. The first day of 2024 will be Filled with sunshine, our high will be in the low 40s. Tuesday, sunny skies, our high temperatures Tuesday, mid to upper 40s. From the Parkland's 24-hour weather center, I'm meteorologist Sally Russell. It's time for a look at sports. I'm Jared Pettis on the local side as we wrapped up the 2023 calendar portion of our broadcast schedule. We had championship nine from the TJ Fulon Fieldhouse in the Central Christmas Tournament in its 68th installment. And on the boys' side, it was Farmington against Central. And the Central Rebels would come away in that one, pulling off the victory 78-61 after Farmington cut into the 17-point lead to make it 9 before Central pulled away. Central head coach Brad Gross reflects on the group of athletes he's coached now to back-to-back -to -back tournament titles. They're a great group of guys. You know, they've been involved in all these athletics for so many years, you know, since they were little kids. You've seen the work they put in, and you know, these last couple of years, just really seeing it pay off. It's been a, it's a really neat thing to watch for these guys. Central's Joe Bryant had a triple-double in the winning effort for the Christmas tournament. He also had 31 the night before in the semifinals. 
Bryant attributes the success he has had to his teammates and coaches this year. My uh, teammates, they just get me in the right position every time. Uh, my coaches, uh, we just do the right things most of the time. Um, just that, if that means getting extra shots up after practice, um, doing the little things. Um, we do a lot of little things right, so that's what makes us a really good team. And on the girls' side, it was the Central Lady Rebels getting the winner, defeating the three-seed South Iron Lady Panthers as they clinched their 15th Christmas Tournament Championship and their first since 2020. Central head coach Aaron Tyree on the feeling of winning his first Christmas tournament title and his first year as head coach. I grew up here. I went to school at Central, played basketball here. We never got a chance to win a Christmas tournament when I was in high school. Um, even on the coaching side, we got, you know, when I was the assistant, we won one. It's it's my favorite tournament of the year, and so it's really special to do this from where I'm from, and uh, this is one I'll remember forever. It's the first time since 2015 that Central has swept the girls and boys Central Christmas Tournament Championships. Also over the weekend, the Bourbon Invitational began, and Valley Caledonia won their quarterfinal. They'll play tomorrow in the semifinals on the boys' side. And coming up today on the local side, boys basketball. Bismarck host Eagle Ridge. While the Farmington Knights, fresh off that second place finish in the Christmas tournament, are at Sekman going up against the Jaguars. And Potosi hosts Herculaneum, and it's a St. Paul boys and girls doubleheader. They host Lesterville. Other girls basketball action, the Potosi Trojans are at home against Steelville, while Bismarck is at Clearwater. Broadcast-wise, we're idle until Thursday when we have girls basketball. We'll see the Bismarck Lady Indians host the Valley Catholic Lady Warriors. 5.30 pregame, 6 o'clock tip-off. That's on Thursday. Then on Friday, boys basketball. Kingston at West County as the MAAA small school schedule begins. All the upcoming broadcast schedule can be found on the website, kfmosports.com. And it's Tuesday, and Mineral Area College plays this weekend. It's time for another Car Smart Mac Minute. The Mac Lady Cardinals resume action this Saturday. They host John A. Logan at the Bob Sickers Fieldhouse. We'll have coverage on KFMO and KFMO Sports Plus. And the Mac Men play next Wednesday when they start conference play against West Plains. Both teams enter the 2024 portion of the schedule 27-1. The Mac Lady Cardinals at 13-1 and the Mac Men 14-0. And both nationally ranked in the NJCAA. The women are currently 24th with a new ranking expected to be out in the coming week, while the Mac men sit at 8th in the most recent national poll. Now, the most recent poll came out on December 11th before the break. If you're in the market for a car, think smart, think car smart. Where buying a car isn't rocket science, visit them at thinkcarsmart.com. That's your Car Smart Mac Minute. From there to the ice and NHL, the St. Louis Blues wrapped up the 2023 calendar portion of their schedule as they lost 4-2 to the Pittsburgh Penguins on Saturday. They're back at it Thursday, January 4th with a 7 o'clock puck drop at Enterprise Center against the Vancouver Canucks. Coverage will start at 6.30 on B104.3. Blues interim head coach Drew Bannister is the team getting enough scoring depth. We certainly need to find some secondary scoring in, in our second and third line. Our, our top line's been really good for and, and we've got to be able to find some secondary scoring and find more opportunities. At this point in the year 2019, the Blues would wake up tomorrow morning sitting in last place in the NHL before turning it around with the interim head coach at the time, Craig Berube. Well, now with interim head coach Drew Bannister, goaltender Jordan Bennington on the play since Bannister took over. We're buying into the system. We're playing the right way, and um, we're, we have better game management, which, which I think is important, and uh, stemming from our breakout. Um, so... Hopefully it's a sign of good things to come. Again, the Blues host Vancouver on Thursday on B104.3.
NFL, the Kansas City Chiefs played Sunday against the Cincinnati Bengals, picking up a winner 25-17, clinching their eighth straight AFC West title. Head coach Andy Reid, why was his team able to overcome adversity this season to secure that division title? Everybody's been so positive through it and supporting each other. I mean, you've seen it on the sidelines, guys supporting each other, the want to by uh, Chris Jones, by uh, Patrick, by uh, Kels. I mean, and then the guys follow them. And when they're, you know, when they bring that energy like they do every week, I mean, uh, guys believe that it's going to get changed. Quarterback Patrick Mahomes says winning an eighth straight division title means a lot, but there's still work to do. It's cool to win the AFC West, but obviously dealing with some adverse situations over these last few weeks and for guys to respond uh, against a good football team and, and find a way to win, even, it, even when the game wasn't going in our way at the beginning of it, um, it was special. Uh, I, saw, I mean, I told the guys celebrate it, enjoy it. Um, but, uh, I mean, our goal is obviously to continue to win, so we have to continue to build off this momentum and uh, get ready for the playoffs. The Kansas City Chiefs will play Sunday, January 7th to wrap up the regular season. Coverage on KFMO at 2 o'clock. Kickoff at 325 as the Chiefs travel west and play the Los Angeles Chargers. And NCAA men's basketball, the Missouri Tigers, play Saturday when they host Georgia as conference slate begins. They played Central Arkansas on Saturday and won 92-59. Dennis Gates is the Tigers head coach, and he talks about that win Saturday over Central Arkansas. I thought our guys did a good job tonight. Uh, I credit that team who took Oklahoma uh, all, all but to the last five minutes. That's a good team that we played. Uh, but our guys focused. They did their little things, and I thought they played very unselfishly. Uh, they gave up themselves and did everything as it relates to executing the scouting report. Again, the Missouri Tigers start conference play with Georgia on Saturday, and the St. Louis University Billikens are in action tomorrow when they host Loyola, Illinois. And in NCAA football over the weekend, the Missouri Tigers played in the Cotton Bowl to wrap up the 2023 schedule, and they beat Ohio State 14-7. And yesterday, it was the college football playoffs semifinals. And in the Rose Bowl in Pasadena, California, Alabama fell to Michigan 27-20 in overtime and across the country in New Orleans in the Caesar Superdome. It was the semifinal in the All-State Sugar Bowl and number two Washington defeated number three Texas 37-31. Next Monday college football national championship presented by AT&T number one Michigan and number two Washington. Both teams 14-0. They kick off from NRG Stadium in Houston at 7-30. And wrap it up with this the XF NFL and USFL merger announced on January 1st, that is yesterday, that the two leagues will now join as the UFL, the United Football League, and the St. Louis Battlehawks remain to compete in the 2024 season. The Battlehawks will join the San Antonio Brahmas, D.C. Defenders, and Arlington Renegades as the teams remaining from the XFL and the XFL Conference, and the USFL will bring over the Birmingham Stallions, Houston Roughnecks, Memphis Showboats, and Michigan Panthers in the USFL Conference. The inaugural season of the UFL will kick off on March 30th of this year. That's sports. I'm Jared Pettis. Thank you, Jared. We appreciate that. Now, here's the deal, folks. We have about five minutes, and I've talked my friend and proprietor of the, I can't even talk today, of the uh, Space Museum and Grissom Center, Earl Mullins, to hang around for a few minutes because uh, our next guest um, had something come up and couldn't be here. 
So what we're going to do is graciously turn the microphone on again and have Earl some more. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Mike. I don't mind to be here at all. I, I appreciate you. Not 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 only as a, as a radio celebrity, but I just really, you're getting to be a friend, Mike. <laughs> I'm not sure that's good or bad. Well, I hope it's good. You know, I, for I, think, your sake. I think it's pretty good. I think you have a great <laughs> reputation out there. And I, oh, I, boy. I see what you're dealing with today and I appreciate it. And so Mike asked me a while, ago, a while ago, he says, you probably think this is pretty funny. And I said, not actually. I, I can kind of identify with it. Um, but he is an a, he, Mike, you'd make a great astronaut. Would I? Yeah, I think so, because astronauts are all about procedure and uh, reacting properly in, in bad situations. And, and boy, you are coming through like a pro today. Well, thank you for the compliment there. I, I feel a little less uh, happy about it than you probably do. Well, well that's, that's, to be under, that's to be understood. Uh, but no, I'm, I'm truly impressed. Well, it's good to have you here to uh, just continue the program without me having to talk by myself for four minutes. I appreciate that. Uh, there have been, uh, if you're just tuning in, you're wondering what's going on. We just had some technical problems this morning and some of our programming was not available. So uh, we got Earl here a little extra long this morning. Yeah, no problem. Uh, since, since my retirement in March, uh, I've got nothing but time. <laughs> <laughs> People ask me, I like retirement and I tell them I, I haven't been able to figure that out yet i don't mm -hmm. feel retired well let me ask you a question I'm, sure people ask me all the time what do you do i finally got down three words i tell stories yes uh, but what's uh, what's one of your favorite things at the space museum if i were to walk in there and uh, you wanted to show me your favorite thing what would it be you mean as far as an artifact is yeah, concerned yeah just anything oh my goodness uh that may not be a fair question. No, actually, uh, unfortunately, my favorite thing probably isn't really on display right now. Mm -hmm. it, it's in the smaller building, the original building, which we open up occasionally. But it was a letter written by Henry Gordon. Henry was uh, uh, actually a part of the uh, Air Force space program, which a lot of people don't even know existed, but it mm -hmm. did. And it was a, uh, a... So let me back up. We, yeah. we had a space program in the Air Force many years ago? Yes, Back and, in the '60s, and now we have a new one now. Well, or do uh, we? Uh, yes and no. Um, it it yes and no. It's a little bit mm -hmm. different. Uh, the one in the previous in the 1960s was pretty much parallel to NASA. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, the Air Force was going to build their own vehicles, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and be a completely separate uh, portion, you know, separate entity. Right. Today, the Space Force integrates everything together. Right. I see. Uh -huh. NASA and all the rest of it together. Okay. At least that's my understanding. Well, I thought it was kind of neat to have, you know. Oh, no, I, I, th I, I think it is. Well, a lot of people laugh about the Space Force, but the Space Force is about a whole lot more than just, um, uh, you know, aliens and are we going to be attacked and stuff like that. I, you know, I don't spend a whole lot of time losing sleep over that kind of thing. No. Uh, but the Space Force is pretty important. But back to your original question, this letter was written by henry gordon he was part of the dinosaur program which was really a precursor of the space shuttle it was a winged spacecraft and uh, he he talks to his mother about the physical exam that he had at loveless clinic and all that and i it's the humanity in the letter that really impresses me i think as much as anything else uh, about what it's like and he tells his you know what it's like to be probed like that and he tells his mother uh, you know, uh, keep this under hat. This is all secret. You're not, I'm not even supposed to be talking to you about this. Uh, it's going to be announced in a week or two, but right now you have to be really be quiet about it. So I think That's that would be one. 
Yeah, I think it would be one of those. That is. Well, we're about out of time. Uh, we didn't have a long time together no, there, but oh, we got a little okay. bit done. Yeah. yeah, sure. So thanks for being in, and I really appreciate it. Um, can't wait to get you back again. Oh, thanks, Mike, and uh, look forward to it myself. All right. We'll talk to you soon. That's Earl Bullins, again, the proprietor of the Space Museum Grissom Center at Bon Terre. You'll want to check that out for sure. Well, that's it, folks. Tomorrow is another day, and it's 9 o'clock from AM 1240. KFMO CBS News is next. AM 1240 KFMO, the Parkland's Freedom Leader. And online at KFMO.com. We the people.